This is The Spot, a BYU-Idaho radio production where we talk about what you're talking about at BYU-Idaho. Today's hosts are me, Savannah Bewley, Hayden Hahn, and Colton Scholl. The views and opinions of this podcast are not that of BYU-Idaho radio or the university and are solely the opinions of the hosts. And of course, we've got lots of opinions today because <laughs> we are talking about villains. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lots of uh, lots of opinions about different <laughs> kinds of villains, all kinds of villains. And that is it. Nothing else, just villains. So hopefully you like villain talk because uh, that's all we're talking about. So we thought it'd be, be uh, great for the first episode for October, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so we did talk to uh, some other students around campus about their favorite villains. This is what they had to say. I'd say Darth Vader because he's super strong with the force and he's sick. My favorite villain is the evil stepmom from Rapunzel <laughs> because... Um, she, she was really hot, and then she got ugly. It's hard to pick a favorite villain, but if I had to pick one, I'd probably pick the most recent one I've seen, and uh, that would have to be Gus Fring from the Breaking Bad universe. It's, first off, it's a great performance by the actor, and he just gives the character a whole other degree of depth, and uh, just the way that he carries himself and handles business, and we never really get to see inside his mind so it's very interesting and uh keeps you on your toes from a very from someone who's very calm outwardly so it was an interesting it was an interesting antagonist for that show i like unicron mainly just because like it's in the transformers universe unicron uh represents evil and primus represents good uh kind of like a god and devil things there's a lot of things that transformers and christianity have in common in terms of good guys and bad guys and their lore uh, my favorite villain is Joker, probably because, I mean, he's just, like, he's pretty smart, like, when you think about it. Like, all the plans he comes up with to, like, try and beat Batman and take over the city, like, he's actually a pretty smart guy. My favorite villain is Loki because he is easy to sympathize with and has a great character arc. So, it was kind of fun going out and getting those, uh, I would say, opinions, because, like, we started out with, this is kind of, like people have their own opinions you know like, <laughs> and they're pretty strong about villains and so yeah. uh one of my favorites that i got out there was uh i would have to say probably joker just because i relate like joker i feel like is one of those villains that we've grown up with in a way like everyone mm-hmm. nowadays it's like you've seen joker so many times portrayed in different ways and so when it came to all those ones i asked about i think joker is the one i relate the most with because it's just like i've seen so much of him but in a good way like he's been portrayed in so many different ways that i like it you know yeah One of the things that I think is the coolest about the Joker and something that you don't often see, a lot of people think of Heath Ledger's Joker and like Mm -hmm. that style of Joker, which has been predominant for the last little bit. But if you go back far enough, you can find almost any villain aesthetic with the Joker. He's gone through kind of like a couple of different phases. Like uh, back in the Adam West days with Cesar Romero, he has this sort of like really jokey, kind of like ridiculous. He's more of a clown than anything else. And then you have, um, it moved on, I think this was Golden Age, where he's like a gangster that just is a clown. <laughs> and uh, I think that's, um, oh shoot, he plays Vulture. Oh, the guy. Michael Keaton. Yeah, mine. Yep, Ma- yep. Michael Keaton plays Joker and he does, no he doesn't, he plays Batman. He plays and Batman, it's, but it's that it's Joker? That, it's the Joker for there. And that Joker is played by another great actor who plays... Um, 
goodness, I'm the worst at this. He, <laughs> he plays the he plays the dad in the hotel horror movie. <laughs> yeah, in um, here's Johnny, whatever. Right? Yeah. Oh, I, I hate myself. What is that called? <laughs> What's that movie? Basically, I do agree though. He's like, yeah. I, I've seen that one, and, and everyone agrees. Yeah, the Chinese. There you go. Sorry. <laughs> I know. I was like, I, for some reason, I forgot it too. So I'm about to just roll with him. Jack, like, Nicholson. Yeah. Jack Nicholson. Jack yeah, Nicholson's Jack, Joker. Yeah. There we go. And he was, free, he was. I mean, people really enjoyed his uh, Joker. I would say. Yeah. That was one of the first ones I would say I saw. Mm-hmm. But it was just creepy in a good Jokery way. What did you guys yeah. think of Jared Leto? I didn't actually see that movie because after Green Lantern came out, I was pretty much locked down to just Nolan DC movies and then he stopped making them and I'm like, nah. I I liked, in a way, I kind of liked it. Like, I thought it was super out of like going, it's a tough role, a tough role to do after the whole Batman Begins Mm -hmm. and all that Joker Mm -hmm. series. And it's like going from Heath Ledger to this, like you're, it's kind of intimidating, you know? Yeah. Lived up to that. So I think like going so far in, in doing doing it as good as he did like you gotta see you gotta say like jared leto did okay like you can't just be like a lot of people just bash on it and be like he yeah. just did so bad but you gotta appreciate where he was coming from like that's a big role to fill it really is it's it's like i don't know i wouldn't say jared leto's my favorite joker yeah. but i definitely think his style is different and i think he did what he could with what you were saying with what he had right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and a lot of people give him slack and right. i think they shouldn't because He's a good actor. Yeah. Are you making millions of dollars being an evil clown? Like, no, I don't think so. Like, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I mean, he's doing better than I'll ever do, I guess. And I then, of fun. course, Joaquin Phoenix, you know. Oh, yeah. 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 I thought that one went a little too far, but oh, yeah. that's my own opinion. <laughs> he, got, he got real into it, I would say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Became the Joker in a way. Yeah, so outside of the Joker, we got just those six people, and they all said different things. Mm-hmm. That shows how many villains there are out there and how many passionate views there are about about villains so so yeah um darth vader for sure is one to talk about a little oh, bit yeah. <laughs> yeah. i agree uh, darth vader again is kind of on the same level as joker at least to me mm-hmm. and i would say probably all of us again like we grew up with it and we've seen like the whole we were born into the star wars the prequel series kind of right like yeah. that's us you know and so we got to see the development of darth vader which made him a whole different kind of a villain mm-hmm. completely like, he, he wasn't just some evil guy who ended up being a dad of luke like right. no he was a kid that we saw grow up and become this person and so he went through stuff and now with the new obi-wan series like oh my goodness that little moment when he's with obi-wan like he's like no anakin's dead you know like and it's kind of he's blaming obi-wan that scene justifies the entire series to me it's It's so good it's so good it's like he almost didn't at that point i'm like is he really a villain or is he just a guy who's gone through some stuff (laughs) he's just gone through some stuff and that's the thing is like in our generation we're seeing a lot of movies that are like like hey here's the villain story like maleficent for example Mm -hmm. like i actually love that movie yeah, quite a, a bit movie. both of those movies wait are there three now i think i mean i might be three i know there's two for sure there's two, definitely two there's more than one yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah oh geez the second one's second good one's too bad, yeah. um but I, I would say i like the first one better yeah mm. yeah it's just i don't know it stands on its own you know mm-hmm. yeah it does yeah so i think all of us kind of have this like interesting perspective on villains because we uh, we grew up with some of these interesting movies that are like from the villains perspective mm-hmm. you know so um when i when we talk to people from our generation at least for me i get a lot of people that are passionate about their villains oh yeah yeah we actually haven't talked about our personal favorite villains yet mm-hmm. so do you want to start mm-hmm. us off colton uh sure mine's actually from a video game 
Uh, it's called Borderlands 2. Ooh. And the villain is a man named Handsome Jack. Handsome Jack. <laughs> and Handsome Jack is a great villain because from the beginning, he portrays himself as a hero. Mm-hmm. And honestly, if you look at sort of like his perception, you can totally see how he views himself that way. Literally, the heroes of Borderlands are like mercenary bandit people. And he's this person who's trying to bring order to this wild, uh, lawless, wild land that I love the Borderlands series. There's (laughs) there's um, there's this plot. the, The people who are on the planet that you play Borderlands on, the people on Pandora, if you read the lore, those are all criminals. Criminals who were clinically insane and were like given to corporations to mine for resources on Pandora. <laughs> so every single person you interact with is either an exploitive, uh, an exploitive like corporative person who was left behind, mm-hmm. or an actual maniac. <laughs> so you can't really that trust was nobody. Like, yeah, no, no. no. <laughs> so it's like this: the the planet that you're on is insane and mm-hmm. not a hospitable place to live. And Jack is like coming in to fix that. But and this is a little bit dipping into the next game, which kind of retroactively turns him into even more of a a better guy. But essentially, the concept is, is is like, I cannot trust any of you to one, get this done and two, to have everyone's best interests at heart because he's been betrayed time and time again. Mm -hmm. And so he's just like, I have to be ruthless. Doesn't mean I can't have fun with it too. Because he's he's hilarious the entire time. He's like got he's got the frequency to your like yeah, radio he's in your thing. Ear the whole time. The, yeah. the entire time he's just like he he. <laughs> he's he, I love to hate him because he's a horrible person, but he's hilarious, and it's just ah, uh, it's just it's just really hilarious, and he has a compelling reason to be doing what he's doing, mm-hmm. and the voice actor really has this incredible performance where you can feel him getting more and more frustrated with you as you continue to succeed, and desperate at the end yeah. where he goes into almost this mania where he doesn't ever realize that he's the villain, but he sees himself as this hero who is failing and he sees the righteousness of his cause being stripped from him mm-hmm. and it's just you you feel that the entire time and for such a stupid like funny game that's like very lowbrow humor most of the time it's very well written and it made me feel for him as well as feel the need to go and defeat him and mm-hmm. i think that's a really good line to walk with a villain i agree absolutely I, I what about you hayden is. Um, I would say mine's like a typical answer, but I think I just loved it too much. But Thanos, and so mm. <laughs> with Thanos being, and it's kind of on the same level, I think, as the villains we've talked about today, where like he kind of had a good reason for it, at mm-hmm. least in his own mind. At the end of the day, right. and he felt like he he needed to do what he had to do, and so um, and watching, I would say, uh, what is it? Uh, not Endgame, but uh, the one right before. What's it called? Infinity War. Infinity War. Yeah, mm-hmm. watching Infinity War and then seeing the very end of it, where he's just sitting there and like. Uh, on the planet just by himself like he looks like he's a calm guy and he's like done his purpose and he's like at peace you know and so second you're like you know what like that's kind of like a nice little view like he's just literally chilling on a planet and he's just comfortable with what he's done and he's peaceful Mm -hmm. but at the same time then you see all the other sides of Thanos and all that build up that we've had through all the other movies and just word of mouth like who is Thanos and then we see him and then once we see him he's this giant purple guy (laughs) and he's kind of intimidating and I would never want to come against that guy but uh, just seeing the the character growth and I would say background I, I love a villain that has a purpose 
and mm-hmm. I would say more than anyone, like Thanos had a real purpose that they did a great job building up to to that. I would say, and so Thanos, and I know a lot of people. Pro- I mean, I think a lot of people might agree. Agree, he's a pretty dang good villain, right? Yeah, and so. Yeah, no. I really enjoyed. I like him, and I like especially what you're talking about. How he just kind of like goes and chills out. Like he doesn't try to conquer anything. He doesn't no. try to present himself as this like big savior. Like give me your stuff because I saved you. He literally goes and he farms. He's like, yeah, no, I did it. I did yeah. it. Cool. <laughs> he destroys. Just the... comes right for him. Yeah. Too, and like that movie, yeah. like, <laughs> what just happened? You know. Oh, oh my gosh. Uh, as far as villains go for me, I would say, so there's two, and I can't pick between the two. Um, Ursula. I freaking mm. love Ursula. She's That's the best. One. She's like my dream character. I want to like become her one day, just like on, <laughs> on stage, the one with the giant, like, you know, octopus arms, everything. I would love to play her someday. Um, but I don't know. There's just this quality about her. Mm-hmm. I, I think... I know she has like I don't know you don't see her side of the story right but she's just something you know you watch her and you're like wow your performance is just amazing and the the voice actress and just the what she does with taking Ariel's voice and Mm -hmm. changing herself almost I can kind of relate to that you know some Mm -hmm. people some people just don't like who they are as a person and they want to change themselves physically and gain other people's dreams, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, sure. yeah, I don't know. I like that about her, even though she's obviously very evil. Yeah, she needs <laughs> she's amazing. Movie, that would be like a Maleficent kind of thing. She needs a Ursula movie. I thought, she needs that, one. I don't know if I ever heard anything like that, but that would be there a cool should be like, one. background how she became Ursula. Well, you know? they're ah. rebooting. They're doing a live action Little they're Mermaid. They're doing a live right? action. So, so maybe they will after yeah. that, that, yeah. They probably will end yeah. up doing one. Yep. But that would be amazing and if they do i will definitely be the first person in line to go see it so um second one oogie boogie from nightmare before christmas (laughs) wow he's got rhythm yeah he's got rhythm rhythm, but also like i don't know i feel like a lot of people are like uh oogie boogie you know and i'm like but dude listen here just listen so jack skellington gets super like you know famous in nightmare before christmas he's mm-hmm. like the one that everybody's like ah oh, the the pumpkin king right <laughs> who lives below the pumpkin That's king right, right? Mm-hmm. who kidnaps people who like actually does evil things Oogie Boogie, why is he not the pumpkin king? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, and like, yeah, and, and Jack is sort of like, when, when Oogie Boogie does his play for power, it's when Jack is like forsaking everything that is Halloween. He's exactly. running away. Everybody has their purpose, which I think is kind of the moral at the end of the story when like Santa's like, hey, stay in your freaking holiday, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's the moral of the story. And that's literally what Oogie Boogie's like goal is, is, yeah. to, is to separate the holidays. And he's literally made out of bugs. Like, what more can you ask for uh, for a king of Halloween? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. He's great. Uh, Also, a good mention, Captain Hook. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. He's great. (laughs) Captain Hook. Love it. But, yeah, those are my favorites, I would say. Um, Yeah. Um, honorable mention Tom Stardust Nook. Tom Nook oh <laughs> yes there, let's right? go back to <laughs> Tom Nook in there. Right here. I had to that in there so right before we started the podcast we started talking about worst villains mm-hmm. um, Hayden looked up what it was just a Google I just search. googled it and I just went down until I, I I saw like the typical answers on top and then like right before, below the typical answers was Tom Nook and I was like whoa that dude slipped in there but he deserves it <laughs> if you go to the internet of course the first answer for villain you're 
you're going to get is the capitalist. It's just the way <laughs> that things are going on the internet. But dude, I love to call him Tom Crook because, <laughs> and, and I can say that, I've played over 500 hours of Animal Crossing and that is not an over-exaggeration. You can just ask the my new roommates. one or all together, you think? The new one. The new oh, one. Did you play the older yes. ones too? I did not play the older ones, but oh. I should have because I Game probably would have loved them. Yeah, I loved it. But yeah, Tom Nook was still the same. That dude's just making you do, like, he can do some of that on his own, you know? Like, yeah. help a brother out. That guy's just making me do all this work. I'm tired. Yeah. Became a job at the end of the day. And Man. then asking lots and lots of money of you yeah, exactly. for, like, simple things because he's o- the only one on the island yeah, that's making no money. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. He is definitely Tom Crick for sure. <laughs> he's the spiritual successor to the Monopoly Man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Literally, I think, yeah. That is a I great agree. comparison. <laughs> Other honorable mentions? Oh, I can do a quick one. Just a, a real life, I would say. Uh, just It goes actually to basketball. And so I'm a big Phoenix Suns fan from mm-hmm. Arizona. And so we got to the finals two years ago. And this is one guy, literally one guy beat us. And his name is Giannis Antetokounmpo. Oh, very uh, specific. I serve a name in Africa, and he has a Nigerian name, so I can say that pretty. I mean, I'd say I can say it pretty good. <laughs> but Giannis Antetokounmpo took us down single-handedly, and Dang. so I was really bummed. We were, we were up two zero in the finals, and they won four games straight, and so oh. made uh, made us all really sad. And so I'm still sad over it. Dang, it's a new year. Hopefully, something better will happen. That's my plan. I don't know, man. I'm not sure if I have a real life example, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I kind of sprung that on you. No, it's all good. I didn't think about it, but but there are definitely some that we haven't even talked about. Scar. Oh, yep, Scar's yeah. a great one. Oh my gosh, Scar. It's just crazy. We were my my roommate and I this morning. We were talking about Scar, and we were like, "What is Scar's story?" He's a bad dude, right? But like. But That's what? another backstory that we need a movie. Yeah, like, like we great. need a movie, mm-hmm. right? And we looked it up, and there were like several different versions, and like what happened, Gosh. and like how he got his scar in several different ways. One was about um, him and and Mufasa going to, uh, and a third friend going to play somewhere as kids, and then the third friend gets killed by these evil lions, and the evil lions scratch Scar mm. because Scar was protecting the friend, and then end up bringing scar with them and adopting him and teaching them their ways, their ways. which um, is, oh, is and that's why he like looks different he doesn't yeah, have he the kinda, genetic he have the he kind of looks like he looks like a villain but he looks different than like his family right you know he looks I mean? like yeah. he's from a different pride just based on like yep. his mane and stuff. So he went through yeah. some stuff to be yeah clear. it does and yep. honestly like just from that specific theory or i don't even know if it was a theory or if it was actually disney but but just that specific thing i was like but he still technically was genetically mufasa his brother mm-hmm. in that and I'm like I feel like that's not right like yeah. he just doesn't you know something's off yeah something's off now we're throwing theories out there I didn't you even think contact I'm gonna, Disney I'm gonna, right now. you guys call him but call we Disney. definitely need a scar movie we That'd definitely so need a scar cool. movie there's so many there's so many opportunities like uh, that within the I would say even just in the Disney universe like uh, uh, someone brought up Rapunzel's mom give her a give her a movie you know what I mean right what, what, I mean we have a little bit of backstory at the very beginning where she shows that part where you know she gets the whatever thing to get you, or... but why does she have this 
need to, to be, look yeah. beautiful. There's got to be a reason. There's a reason. You something know? happened. Her trauma. Something happened. You know. Yeah, Maybe her, she probably her got parents, raised. Um, you know, to believe she was ugly or yep, something, exactly. and you know, like it'd be interesting to see her side of things. A lot of people could probably sympathize it. Like that's the thing. Like she has this villainy story about her, but then like let's see her backstory, and people are like, you know what? Maybe she has reason to be doing what she's doing. You know, same thing with like Darth Vader nowadays. People are like, oh, he has reason to be doing what he's doing. So, mm-hmm. oh I yeah, think everyone deserves a backstory. We can't just claim and be bad people you know there's a reason yeah. why they're, they're the way they are they there is definitely a reason i think jafar's story would be really cool oh my goodness uh, you could probably go back and until he was like a little kid and why he always wants power mm-hmm. you know he probably had zero power growing up it's just really cool to see uh just to think and theorize about some of that stuff, you know. I agree. There's um, there's a parody musical about mm-hmm. Jafar growing up. Oh, or not not him growing up, but it's him like uh, as an advisor or trying to become an advisor, mm. and it's all this stuff about where it's like very modern. Uh, modernly relevant issues where he's like oh, our infrastructure is horrible look at this stuff. and he's like going he's like making fun of like the cartoon stuff that's like suspension of oh, disbelief yeah. that this works he's like every third day they're chasing the the the, the thieves through the forest <laughs> or through the forest through the town and they knock over all these carts how much food is wasted in these pursuits and so he, he like goes on this tirade about how there needs to be social reform and that's why he fights to become the uh, the advisors. That's <laughs> absolutely great. He's a great guy mm-hmm. then. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he's a really good guy <laughs> in the musical. It's, and it's hilarious. <laughs> well, I do know that uh, I would love to see some more villain opportunities, villain <laughs> things, just know more about them. Uh, I, I t- tend to connect a lot with some of those characters that are like actually villains and we see their side of things. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, yep. uh, Megamind. That oh comes my to God. mind. That's a good a one. Um, Dr. Horrible's sing along blog. Oh my goodness, yes. So great. <laughs> so great. Um, just things like that, you know? And I, I don't know. I think so. I played a villain in high school on mm-hmm. the stage um, in a musical. And ever since then, my brain has just been like, ah, oh, villains are the coolest. <laughs> villains are like, fun. Like, and then just always trying to figure out their reasoning and be like, that's actually a reasonable person. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know why people are so mad at them, mm-hmm. you know? Well, I think there's more opportunity for a villain. Like, if you're a good guy, guy you're doing it because you're going to be a good guy you know and yeah. it's simple as that but then to be a villain there has to be an event or a reason or some type of trauma something that you went through that made you become this uh great villain you know what i mean and oh, yeah. to be a great villain you got to have a good backstory and so yeah. to be a good person and a good hero you should be a good per- like do the right thing yeah. and so to be a good villain though it's got to be I don't know, some some wild. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what mm-hmm. a lot of people are doing good nowadays, telling us the true story about villains. Yeah, I think absolutely. I think I think it's just because of how long we had like cheesy villains that people oh, yeah. got sick of it and writers realized we just how reasons. much potential. Yeah. And like, <laughs> cuz you can't just have like Skeletor up on his skull for <laughs> <throat>, just <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> I want to throw out there too Ganon from Legend of Zelda. Sorry. Oh, I was yeah. like I grew up on that so I got to give uh, some love, you know. Oh yeah. Oh and yeah. So. so good. I don't know. I I end up grew like when I grew up playing video games, my video games didn't have villains, so mm-hmm. like Sims and stuff like that, Minecraft There's like some kind well, of a, like the you could Minecraft. create villains. Creeper. There is a villain in this. Uh, the the creeper, yeah, that's true. I, and I, I guess There's the Ender Dragon in, the Ender in Dragon, Minecraft. Yeah. Well, no, in Sims and Minecraft actually both have the same villain. 
uh, which is you. That's true. Oh, <laughs> no. To an extent, I mean, you are both right. the villain and, yeah. You're right, because right. you're the person controlling the character. That's true. And, I mean, it's, that's all video games, right, yeah. though? Like, like, but still, like, you're the one telling them how to live their life. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a, there's a great YouTube series called Mob Squad. And it's Minecraft from the perspective of the mobs. Yes. And they're like, oh they're just like living their lives. And they're like, this demon just spawned out of nowhere. They're taking all of our resources and piling over there. And if I even get close, he tries to murder me. That's true. <laughs> That's actually a really good point. <laughs> Building an ugly log house in the middle of our land, too. What's this guy mm-hmm. doing? You've been listening to The Spot, a production of BYU-Idaho Radio. Today's hosts were me, Savannah Bewley. Hayden Hahn. And Colton Schull. The views and opinions of the podcast are not that of BYU-Idaho Radio or the university and are solely the opinions of the hosts. This episode was edited by me, Savannah Bewley. Producers were the hosts with supervision by Brandon Isle. Our theme music is Finding Happiness by DJ Quads and The Perpetual Ticking of Time by Artificial Music. To listen to more episodes of The Spot, like and follow us on social media or visit our website, byui.edu slash radio and click podcasts. Be sure to subscribe to the BYU-Idaho radio podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get podcasts. And also leave a review of the show and leave a comment on what we should talk about next.